I am Megan, known as A Thousand Years, and this is my save file. Three, two, one. What is up, gamers? Woo! Welcome to the Save File Podcast, where like every video game character, every gamer has an origin story to tell. I'm your host, Go Lion, and welcome to episode 20. And damn, episode 20 is a great way to have Miss A Thousand Years. What's up? It's great to be here. I'm super excited. Are you? I, I am. I am. I'm nervous and I'm excited. It's, it's a great combination of feelings right now. <laughs> My body's going to explode. <laughs> so when I first initially invited you to this, how'd you feel? Um, well, like I told you earlier, this is the first time I've ever done something like this. So I was kind of like, well, let's do it. Like, why not? I was excited, but I also was like, I might look like an idiot, but also... I go live for eight hours every night, and I look like an idiot for eight hours. So I think I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, think you'll be definitely okay. be okay. Well, damn. Th- again, I mean, before this, thank you. So- I've already said enough, but damn, thank you so much for coming through and doing this. And especially since I know I've seen your stream schedule, it's definitely different. So I'm definitely yeah, pretty I'm sure you got awake. Keep my eyes open. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for considering me. Like I said, like I've never had someone reach out to me for something like this. So. Thank you for even thinking of me. Of course. I mean, definitely when I prospect people, uh, I mean, of course, word of mouth is definitely a huge influence. But at the same time, I like to do my own research and discover people because I've been following you before this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I definitely I have an idea of your community and who you are, especially. And you're an awesome soul. And I definitely wanted you to come onto the show. So happy for you to be here. Thank you you Thank are you. welcome. All right. So we're going to dive right into this. So. Miss a thousand years. Tell us about your first gaming experience. All right. Well, this is gonna go way back. Um, like I remember playing video games since the Super Nintendo. Hey. Like I remember play. I remember I, uh, specifically in my bedroom when it was upstairs. A Coca Cola can. <laughs> Nelly's on the radio, and I'm playing Super Mario, in my room, like Super Mario World. Like I specifically remember that. Like my parents were doing laundry, and I remember it was like a summer night, like because it was a. Like, cause I remember my mom like just got done yelling at me, you can't play video games all night. And like, I, that's when I knew I was like, I'm going to play video games my whole life. Like I specifically remember that moment. Like I'm telling you, like, I remember the radio. <laughs> like, cause whenever I hear that song, that's that ride with me song. Whenever I yeah. hear that, I rem- it reminds me of playing Mario as a kid. Yeah. So that's like my first gaming experience. And then I remember getting my PlayStation 2 and that's where I got really heavy into Kingdom Hearts. Which is what I'm playing right now. Yeah, kind of like yeah. go back, mm-hmm. but um, that's like the another the, another game that like really just like hooked me in, and I was like, video games are gonna be my thing. That's what I'm gonna do. And so, then I got Xbox Live, and that's that uh, you you went you went all the way into that black hole. <laughs> yeah, that's it fell when deep I into got that. Really sucked in. Okay, well we'll come back to that. I promise. But let's get right into the segment. So the first segment I would like to get into is your character creation. So with like every video game, we always set our character. So this topic is going to be about, you know, we're going to dive deep into your background and who and about of the person who you chose to become as of right now today. So let's start with something simple. A thousand years. How did you get that? Where that gamer tag come from? Um, I actually love the story behind my gamer tag. So like I said, I got Xbox Live, um, but I got it for a Christmas slash birthday present because my mom got me an Xbox 360 
and my cousin helped her set it up. Hmm. So my cousin was like, what do you want your name to be? And my mom was like, I don't want no cupcake, zombie girl, flower lady. You know, she's like, so my cousin was like, I don't know, like going through stuff. Like, you know, they eventually asked, what's your favorite song? My mom was really big into Twilight at the time. So she said a thousand years. And then when I started playing, I just uh, never changed it. I, everyone always said, oh, that's a cool name. And I was like, thanks. And then kept playing. And then I started streaming and just kept with it. Kept with it. So it's my mom's favorite song. From Twilight. From Twilight, yeah. So so was it the pale complexion to keep up with, you know, the background of everything, the vampires and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it fits. Fits the character, of course. So so why not just thousand years? Why a thousand years? because uh, the song's a one a thousand years. Oh, okay. But um that makes sense. The thousand like spelt out was already taken, so we had to do a one thousand. Okay. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Indiana. Born oh. and raised in the cornfield. Yeah, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we had a conversation about this. We're both actually, we literally grew up like an hour away from each other. I'm actually from yes. Indiana, so that's, that's crazy. But how was it like for you growing up in Indiana? It's great. I couldn't imagine nothing more. We got beaches, mountains. Uh, scenery everywhere. You full it's of shit, uh, dude. No. So, um, okay, so the part I'm from is not actually that bad. We do actually have the, um, like, Michigan Beach. Uh, the town I'm from isn't in the middle of nowhere, uh, like the surrounding towns are. Um, so it's not the worst, but uh, there really wasn't, a, there's not too many opportunities. Uh, like, a, like, there's not, it's no city life, that's for sure. But I'm not 100% like country. I'm a good mix of both. Like I did 4-H growing up, so I worked on like farms and like messed around with farm animals. Like I've like shown animals like in the um, like the fair by me. Mm -hmm. But also like I've been to Chicago a lot, so I'm a good mix of both. I know a little bit of yeehaw and a little yee yee, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I do. I as much as I try to leave that life behind me, is like it's kind of embedded in my blood, and I'm just like fuck. And then here we are. I'm talking to somebody from India, and I'm like, wow. Like it's, I just gotta learn to accept this. Mm -hmm. So it is what it yeah. is, though. So I mean, how's your? Uh, where are you at nowadays? Um, still in India, same place. Who are you living with? My parents, loud and proud in my mama's basement. Hey, that's <laughs> what's up. How's uh, who are you closer to? Your parents? Um, I'm definitely closer to my mom. Ooh. Way closer to my mom. My my dad does not understand. I don't even think he would know how to turn a computer on. Oh, okay. And then my mom's very close behind him. But my mom at least knows what the internet is and like how to work it. Like my mom will hang out on my stream. Everyone knows years his mom is my mom. Like she comes and supports me and that's like the coolest thing to me that like she does that. Because like I said, my mom's not much of like, my parents were both not much of like computer internet people. Mm -hmm. um, so my mom like, she like, hey, how do I set up? Like when I first started streaming and like she realized I was serious about it. She's like, you know, give me an account. I want to come watch you. And I was like, Okay. So she'll drop, she drops into your streams and oh, like night, gets part of the chat? Night. Well, every morning. Because my mom, she works, she goes to work at like 3 a.m. So she comes in about 2.30, 3 o'clock. And she'll come and hang out. And then like whenever I go offline and I host someone, she'll always like hang on the person's stream too. Because she'll be at work. She just cleans. Um, but she'll like have her phone sitting up and watches streams all day. So yeah, that's that's... Why, like, I think my mom, people know my mom probably more than me, honestly. <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> amazing. Like, that's awesome. Uh, so, so why is the relationship with your mom so strong? Um, probably because she's always right. 
uh, I was definitely a shit kid growing up. I was the middle child, so I was always a trouble kid. Like, I always was getting in trouble as a kid. Um, and me and my mom did not get along at all. And then finally when I decided, like, hey, I should probably get my life together so I'm not, like, a train wreck my whole life, uh, she was basically like, okay, like, so let's make amends and, you know, you basically listen to finally what I'm saying and, you know, let's just move forward. And since then, like, pretty much since that, like, turning point for us, because, like, we were, we hated each other. Me and my mom hated each other. Um, Interesting. But, like, since that point, uh, we just grew closer and closer because I realized, like, she wasn't just being a bully, you know? She was just being a parent. And I was stubborn and didn't want to listen to her, but mm-hmm. the fact that she supports, she's my mom's always had my back. That's something that like I'm definitely lucky about, and I know that like there's other parents that definitely aren't like that. Um, but my mom's always had my back. She's always supported me, whatever I wanted to do, whatever beliefs I've had, you know, you know, whatever I'm doing with my life, she's always supported me, and like that's been like a huge, huge reason why I've been really close to her because I don't even have friends that support me as much as my mom does. And usually, parents can be really hard on you. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely take, take it for granted that I have a mom that does the way she does. So why the rebellion when you were younger? Um, I don't really know what went wrong. <laughs> at least, shit, at um, least you're honest. <laughs> so I think it was just the fact that, I mean, I was heavily bullied growing up, like bullied bad. Um, like I remember my one of my very first days of kindergarten, a girl called me a lesbian because. I said she was pretty <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah and i didn't know what that was i remember going this but it's funny now because like i'd rather be so the little they maybe they were just psychic <laughs> okay but i remember like they would bully me and then like i always was like into like alternative and like rock and stuff growing up so then i was the goth kid in like mm. kindergarten or like in like fifth grade and then so i wanted to be like the popular people in middle school so like i begged my mom to get me like hollister clothes and like you know what all the cute rich girls that always wear, you know, Hollister and Abercrombie and stuff, and, like, I don't come from a wealthy background by any means. So, like, I remember, like, one day wearing this blue Hollister shirt to school, and I was like, this is it. I'm gonna be popular now. Because <laughs> you know how that is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna be cool, because I have the cool clothes. And then I remember everyone called me a poser that day and just ran me into the ground, and I was, like, so excited for me to, like, finally fit in with everyone. And I remember, like, that just being, like, so traumatizing to me. So I think that's pretty much what led to me. So I didn't have friends at school. I really didn't have any friends. I had, like, one friend, and she um, definitely was a bad influence. Uh, but I, most of my friends were from other schools, like the city schools. And we know that some city kids are a little bit crazier than the country kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I just kind of got into bad news with them a little bit. And then, like, I don't know, I just... That was, like, when me and my mom, like, you know, started to not be close and everything. So, like, I really didn't have a role model, so I was just kind of doing my own thing, burying myself in a hole. So, but, what, were you, what were you doing to bury yourself in a hole? Um, just being a little city rat, running around, staying out all night, not going to school. Um... Like, I started, like, smoking cigarettes at a really young age. I started drinking at a really young age. Because I was always hanging out with, like, older kids, you know? So, like, I was always, like, just... I always... My whole growing up as a kid, I just wanted to fit in somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's where I ran into a lot of my problems was instead of, like, just being... Just liking who I am, I tried so hard to fit in all these different groups. I tried to fit in with the older kids. I tried to fit in with the popular kids. 
trying to fit in with the rich kids, you know? Like, I always try to fit in with someone, and, like, I never found that spot to fit in in. Um, so I think that's, like, I guess, I don't know, just ultimately what led into me just always getting in trouble. Because, like, I had more fun, you know, hanging out with the bad kids. Who, I mean, why not, you know? Like, we were... We, I remember, like, running from cops when I was a kid just because, like, we were out late, but it was, like, out past curfew. Like, it is, like I never, like, stole a car or okay. anything or robbed yeah. someone. Yeah. But, like, I was just, you know, just innocent kid stuff. Like, I remember we would, like, hang out downtown, like, after, like, dark. Like, it would be really late. Like, I remember we'd always have one person that we'd have, like, watch for cops. Like, we were never really doing anything bad. We would literally just, like, hang out downtown. But you know how that is. Like, you think you're cool. Like, it, the summer <laughs> nights are different. The city's like, you know, or not the city, but my downtown's quiet and like you're all just hanging out, like breaking rules, <laughs> breaking curfew, you know? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, as you were out here discovering yourself, when was the point where you felt like you discovered yourself? It took a long time. Um, I would say that I first started appreciating myself uh, probably November 2nd, 2011, Ooh, was when okay. I first decided to get my life together and actually it wasn't me that decided it someone um actually my amazing teacher uh i had an english teacher so i was a cutter for a long time i'm very open about that i'm very like more than happy to talk about that um so i started self-harming in fifth grade and it got really bad eighth grade summer to like freshman year um and i remember <laughs> so ridiculous looking back at it now i remember going to school with my little sprained wrist band on and thinking that no one's gonna know what it's on there for because i fell down the stairs and one of my teacher basically called me out of my bullshit and was like take that off and show me and i was like what like what do you mean uh and i was like i hurt my wrist you know and she's like then show me if that's all it is and i was like and of course this was one of like the worst times i ever did too so i was so embarrassed and so I showed it to her and she's like, I'm not going to tell the counselor if you promise this is your last day and you show me every day for the rest of this year. Because like if my counselor would have found out, obviously I would have got arrested and I would have had to go to, um, you know, I'd had to go to like a uh, like mental health facility and stuff like that. And like, I think she just knew that I could get myself out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually still have the journal. She bought me a journal and she's like, I want you to write in this every day, whatever you want whether you hate someone, you know, what what this person did to piss you off, like, what would your... Because remember, this was kind of still back when me and my mom didn't get along. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, what your parents do to upset you? Like, what caused you to hurt yourself? But she's like, but I never want you to do it again. And the coolest, most... Like, the, I think the coolest thing we did with these journals was at the end of the journal, we had to write two things that we either looked forward to, something we're proud of, something we want to improve. Every year, because we did this up until I graduated, this was freshman year. Um every year would be something different like you know something we're grateful for you know along those lines so now i have four years of books written almost every day two things i'm grateful for two things i'm proud of myself or you know so it was really helpful when i would struggle i could go back and read those things so that was like that one day talking with her i tell i actually just messaged her yesterday two days ago um, I always thank her randomly. Just send her a nice thank you letter. Like, thank you for saving my life. I tell her that all the time. Because um, I'm just... I, w- I, I would be dead if it wasn't for her calling me out one night. Because she basically... What she now, So obviously she helped me with the journals, but um, she's like, there's got to be a reason you want to live. And I was like, there's not. 
at that point I had nothing. I never fit. I still never fit in. Um, I had a really abusive boyfriend at the time. Uh, me and my parents didn't get along. You know, I was just like, I was doing bad in school. I was like, I don't want to live. Like, I don't want to be here at all. And she's like, you don't have a sister that looks up to you. And like that, like hit me like a brick wall. And I was like, what am I doing? I was like, what am I doing here? Like I, what, what have I done with the last, just, you know, I was how old? Probably 14. So Jack was like three. So what was I doing the last three, four years of my life? I was being an idiot. What kind of example was I setting? And um, that's kind of just what it took for me to be like, I have to change. Like, I'm not a shit kid. I'm not a shit person. I'm just stuck in these. I put myself in these stupid situations. And that's mm -hmm. what my mom always said to me, too. She's like, you know, you're not a bad kid. You're just making bad decisions. And from then on, I just. Damn, what's the, what's the name of the teacher? Um, Mrs. Kwiatkowski. Mrs. Kwiatkowski. Shout out to Mrs. Kwiatkowski. Holy shit. Yeah, she's amazing. Like I said, I actually just messaged her the other day. Hopefully I'm going to grab some food with her this weekend because I think her all the time. I try to think her as many times as I think about her. For t She never, ever had to... She never had to help me. There was not one thing she had to do to... She never had to choose to be kind to me or reach out to me, but she did. And she doesn't even know that she... she well, she does know because I tell her all the time, but... I don't think she realizes she actually saved my life. She brought me a, she gave me a reason to mm -hmm. wake up and do better. Did she keep tabs on, you said it was your freshman year. Did she keep tabs on you to all the way to senior year? Mm-hmm. Yep. We've had, we have a journal between each other, like, cause I would write how my day was and she would actually go back and like comment, like, why do you think this person said this to you? Or how did this actually make you feel? And do you think you can get past that? Like, she would like, just give me like commentary back on my day and like how I can handle it. Like a woman and a mature person, you know, instead of lashing out on my feelings and stuff like that um but yeah we kept those every year we would have one and I, like i said i still have it so i i like still like to go back and read it and just realize like man i'm so glad i'm past that part of my life like i'm you so happy to be here and not where i was you know yeah. in high school you still journal um i don't necessarily journal still but i stream every night and it's basically the same thing it's like because I get to talk with my community how my yeah. day was and I talk about how their day was and you know I just try to always tell them that I'm grateful for them and yeah magic made a good point saying that she gives it all to us yeah that's actually a good point like it's like a virtual journal you mm -hmm. just that's amazing uh so after going through all that and just you know you right now looking back at it what are some of the biggest things that you learned and if anybody's going through what you went through what could you tell them get over it <laughs> so okay. All right. Doubling, but All right. I wish I could just go back to myself years ago and just be like, man, this bad day is going to look so stupid a week from now. Like, why did you beat yourself up over something so stupid for so long? Something that I tell my community all the time now because I'm so, I'm not past depression by any means. I'm mm -hmm. not past my suicidal depression by any means. But I'm so better at handling it. Like, I'm. I'm in such a better place, like so better at like handling those days. Uh, but I tell my community this all the time, if you take every moment of your life and you focus on all the negatives, you're going to be sad forever. Or you can get over it. Mm -hmm. Or you can just say this bad moment happened. This is how I'm going to take it. This is how I'm going to let it affect me. And I'm going to focus on the positives in my life. If you, once you start focusing all your time on these negatives, the positives that you do have, because everyone does have at least one positive thing, they're breathing. Mm -hmm. you know, once they stop 
once I get so consumed in these negatives, like I did, you're gonna forget about your sister. You're gonna forget about your mom. You're gonna forget about your teacher. You're gonna forget about yourself. And once you do that, you're you're never gonna get in a better place. You have to learn to just accept the sad things that's happened, and you have to go back and look at positive things you have. Otherwise, you're screwed. And you have to do that within yourself. I mean, you could, of course, go to therapy. There's definitely a therapist that'll help. There's definitely medication you could be on. But if you're like me and you're stubborn about both those things, you have to be strong enough in yourself to just put the negatives aside and you have to move forward. So what's the advice not- to build that strength within you? Take it, a, take it a small step at a day because I know it took me a long time and I know that it's like, it seems like the hardest thing in the world, but it's really not... Uh, you 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 named your brain. I think people forget that you have full control over your body. Of course, you're gonna have some chemical imbalances here and there um, that you can't control and everything. But for the most part, you can control yourself. If you want to sit and be sad all day, trust me, I was really good at it. I sat and was sad for a long time for every day. <laughs> or you can you can watch funny vines, or you can get into painting, or you can call your best friend, or you can go for a walk. There's there's options you can't do to boost your mental health naturally you just have to make yourself do it and it's not that hard every day you at least get out of it for most people and if you can do that you can at least do one thing to treat yourself better like i got really big into painting that was my outlet also was i would paint my feelings um Mm, okay and i would like try to get lost in my paintings and obviously i know everyone artistic um but just just find something like i said like when i was when i lost like my artistic like touch of like helping myself that's when i just was like if i spend time with my sister i'm in a way better place even if i just took myself out for a walk at the park or something like that it it just was those little things that you do those you do those little self-care things and it takes you you don't you don't realize how much it actually affects you like how positive it is like i'm not saying that it's you can get out of depression overnight but it's definitely possible for anyone to get for most people we'll say because obviously some people have really gone through some traumatic stuff but if you're just in like a like kind of like a self-induced depression where you kind of fucked up like i did <laughs> it's definitely easy to get out of it it's not it's, it's not the end of the world you just gotta you just gotta if you can kind of dig yourself the hole you can dig yourself back out if you could dig the hole you can undig the hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. So you mentioned it back when um when your teacher was calling you out at first and then I don't know if it was your teacher, but you mentioned that I mean, don't you have a sister? Why was that such a strong why was those words so strong to you to help you snap out of and help you reflect on what the hell you were doing? I don't know. I don't know why I think I think it's because, like I said, I I really grew up without the role models because I was, me and my mom just didn't get along. Once again, not that my ba- my parents are bad parents, but I just was a rebel kid. So I didn't look at her as a role model. I did have my older sister for a long time. Um, where, because I do have an older sister as well. We're all about 10 years apart. She was there for me for a little bit and then she moved off for mm-hmm. college. So not that she like chose to up and leave me, but like she, when she was there, days were easier to understand. Like, because obviously me and my parents would fight and I would go and cry to her and she'd be like, well, you were kind of being an asshole, you know? <laughs> or like, mm-hmm. well, you were talking back to mom. So she gave you, you know, she had a reason to be mean to you. And 
once she left, I I literally had no one. Like, oh, well, I didn't, okay, I felt like I had no one to talk to and to deal with. And then I thought about, like, just how nice it was to have her there. And then it dawned, when my, when my Mrs. K said that, she, like, it, it showed me, I was like, holy crap, my sister also has no one to look up to. Like, she, she, she looks up to me, and this is her example. You know, I was like, I'm never home. I'm, I wasn't doing well in school, and like, I've always had great grades. And I was like, this is what I'm showing her is how you, this is how you live your life. And I was, I was so embarrassed. Like, I was like, I can't believe that this is what I want her to be. Like, mm -hmm. I treat my sister like she's my child. Like, she, she means, like, I, the world to me, you know? And I just think, I was just so embarrassed that I wasted so much of my time that I could have spent with her. Cause I like, I'd said, like, I don't even remember her being a baby. Like, I don't remember her growing up because I was never home. I was busy sneaking out, you know, hanging out with all the friends downtown. Like, I would walk, like, 20 minutes to get downtown and hang out with her because I lived in the country. You know, everyone else was all in their little neighborhoods downtown. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think it was just the fact that I was so embarrassed that I wasted so much time that I could have spent with her and that I set such a bad example for so long. But, like, now just looking at my sister, I just... I'm gonna try not to cry here. Like, I'm just so proud of her because, like, I've always been an open book with her. Like, she knows about my self-harm. She knows about me being a shit kid. Like, she knows that I'm so sorry for, like, messing up all the time. And I think that's what's made her just such a beautiful, brilliant person that she is today. Like, she is such a good person. And she's got such a kind heart. She's not judgmental. Like, she just chooses to love and be nice to everyone. And... Like, I've told her, like, you know, like, that I, like, smoked cigarettes when I was young, and I was, you know, sneaking out all the time, and I was like, don't be that person. Get your school done, focus on what you want to do with your life, and move forward. Like, don't get caught up in being an idiot like I was, and, like, because I think the fact that I was also just so open with her, that's why, like, we're so close now, and, like, it's just nice for me to be able to bounce back on all those years I messed up to make sure that she doesn't mess up. Like, I don't want her to... I'm not trying to control her life by any means, but I'm just trying to make sure she doesn't mess up like I did. How's and that looking so far? Okay, she, yeah. I think she's doing she's doing way better job than I did. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, at least home at night. Yeah. <laughs> we, I had um, nails on all my windows. I don't know why, but probably because I could never stay inside. <laughs> I was always leaving. I was always out. You hinted that you went through some traumatic shit. What are some yeah. of those? Um... Well, so I had a really, really horrible relationship. Um, this is actually I haven't touched on a lot for streaming because I just don't, I don't like the whole pity thing. I don't know. But uh, I decided to date a guy who broke my shoulder, broke my jaw, um, threw me in front of a semi. Um, I have scars all inside my mouth. I have scars on my arm from his nails like trying to rip me around the house and stuff like that. I've had to hide in a closet when the cops showed up. Like I had put myself in a really bad situation for three years. Cause I, I, I like I said, I, I was just so dependent on finding someone that loved me and like wanted to accept me. Cause I spent so much of my life not, you know, not having a place to call my, my home, you know? Cause I was just being an idiot. Um, so I decided to stick with this person forever who, honestly, when we first started dating, he was great. 
and then he got his teeth pulled and got addicted to uh, opiates. And when he got it, whenever he was on drugs, absolute monster. I'm he would be so terrible. But then once he was off drugs, he was the greatest guy ever. So I was in my head, if I could get him off drugs, he'd be the great boyfriend he was. And so I spent so much time thinking I'm gonna fix him and everything's gonna go back to normal. And uh, yeah, that never happened. I almost died a lot. Like he tried um, running me and my mom over before. Uh, he's broken my windows in my house. Um, I'm scared to leave my house because of him. Uh, I always have my windows covered because he would watch me while I was sleeping to make sure I was home. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of like a big part of my life. <laughs> um, like I said, like that's like a big reason why I'm scared. I was scared to leave my house for so long because he would wait. He knew like where I would be driving. Like he he always knew where I was. Um, and it sucks because like that's hindered so much of like the stuff I want to do with my life. Like I said, like going to Pax East is so hard because I always freak out and like have panic attacks. And it's like. I know he's not gonna be there, but like sometimes I think just what if he is, you know? So that's one of like the really traumatic things that's happened. And like that's what he kind of like really stemmed my, uh, obviously my self-harm and um, like my attempts of suicide and stuff like that because like I love this man and then he got so on drugs and I thought I could save this person and I didn't know that I couldn't. And the worst part was like his parents never uh, his parents never believed me. It was always me that was the crazy one. And it just sucked. It was such, I'm, I hate myself for staying. I, I don't hate myself. I forgive myself now, but I hated myself for so long for staying with him. And it took, then again, it took so much time away from my sister too. Um, cause he held me captive at his house. Like I couldn't go anywhere. Like I could only be at his, with him. And his grandma's old, like she had no idea that I would be bleeding on the floor in the bed in the bedroom and like <sighs> it sucks. I wish that part of my life like never happened. And I wish I was like strong enough to get out of that, but I'm also happy it happened because I'm able to once again just like just with like I need some tissues. <laughs> just with, like um like the self-harm thing, like I'm happy I was strong enough to suggest it because I can be there for people who don't think they are. And I can talk to people now and make that, you know, that, that someone that understands that, like, you can get past it. Like, it took a long, I hope that no one stays with someone like that for as long as I did, but, um, it, you're not, like, all the people out there, like, and this goes for, you know, there's women that abuse, you know, men too. I definitely believe that. Like, you're not alone. Like, don't be, don't feel like you can't get out because you can. You can get away from that situation. I, And I, it sucks because so many people, like, make it so, like, they make you feel like an idiot sometimes. Um, like, oh, well, why didn't you just leave? Well, we all have our reasons why we didn't just leave. Mine was because I thought I could. And I couldn't. And I hope everyone else realizes you can't fix someone like that. They're, they need help. They need actual help. But like I said, I'm happy. I'm happy. I look at it. I try to find. I this is like what I was saying. Where if you get stuck in the negatives, you're never gonna see the positives. I I see the positive in it is, I'm able to help people now. I'm able to, you know, be there for the people. Like I said, that don't think that they can make it past. Because if I can, who's stopping you? You can't do. 
Well said. Yeah, well Thanks. said. Thanks. I told you I'm gonna cry, baby. So I'm gonna. That's fine. We all we, we all have our moments, and this is definitely a good moment for you to definitely let that out. So thank you for sharing it. Yeah, I'm. Like I said, I'm. I want to really open with this because, like I said, I started streaming because I wanted to make that safe place for people, and I want everyone to know that. Not. I've never had the sunshine and rainbows life. Hmm. <laughs> so that everyone can feel comfortable with coming to me because I've pretty much gone through everything terrible that can happen to a person yeah mad hatter said she's here she's making better choices and striving and succeeding and building such an amazing community who love her endlessly you know thank you mad hatter you're awesome uh, i love my community they're so nice yeah i'm it's looking at the chat they're showing a lot of love and y'all y'all are fucking amazing i'm gonna tell you that right now they are like i said i like well i've talked about multiple times i always just wanted to find somewhere that i fit in and like i finally have that like I finally have people every night I get to talk to and they're just happy and positive. And even when we have bad days, like just to talk with them and stuff. Like I, I tell my community all the time, like they don't understand. Well, I'm, after this interview, um, they're definitely probably gonna understand why they're so important to me. But like they, a lot of them don't understand like just how, just them saying hello to me and like saying like nice appreciative things. Like it fucks me up. <laughs> like it's so nice to finally feel appreciate it and like I belong somewhere it's been great and it's all because of you you're the catalyst for all this you created all this <laughs> so they say <laughs> nah, nah, know. that's I not what I say it's what, it's what we're seeing right now this you, this is definitely all you give I feel like you should give yourself more credit you know I know I'm bad at that though but you deserve it Thanks. remember that Thanks. You're welcome. So, on a good note, what was the, I guess, the turning point to where you said, fuck it, I'm leaving, I'm done with this shit? Um, as far as, like, when I, like, decided to get my life together, was, mm -hmm. like I said, uh, I actually have a tattoo right here, uh, November 2nd, 2011, mm -hmm. the Roman numerals, and then here's my sister's birthday, because, like I said, she was, when my teacher said, like, hey, you, your sister looks up to you, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to see this on myself every day when I, cause I mean, I'm, I'm a girl, I put makeup on, you know, <laughs> so I look in the mirror every day and I would see those dates and have that constant reminder that you've made it this far. Keep going. If you can make it one day, having a good day, you can double it. You can make mm -hmm. it two days, four days, eight days. You know, you can go weeks, months of having good days. You just have to, you know, keep trying to do that. Um, so I feel like that's, it was just, I was so fed up with being so sad all the time. I was so sick of being so sad that I was like, you know what? Fine. Teacher lady, like you want to care about me? Let's <laughs> Teacher try it. lady. I well, that's what I was like. I was so like, who are you? Like, you know, because I, I, at that point I was so stubborn and just, I hated everything, you know, because my whole life I spent being so sad all the time. And I was like, fine. <laughs> you want to care about me? Sure. Because I, I still didn't really have a role model at that point. Like, so I was just like, you want to pretend to be the, you know, savior of my life? Go for it. And then she did. So I'm forever grateful for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Hold on. Somebody's asking for your link in the mixer or in the chat. I'm going to go ahead and link it right now. Slash. It's just 8,000 years, right? Yep, mixer.com slash A1000 years. There you go. 
for all the newcomers here. And y'all, y'all better be nice. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. Who? Sh- are you looking at the chat right now, Megan? Mm-hmm. Who should I give yeah. the sword to temporarily for now to keep these people in check? Um, you, I mean, drama. You could if you want. Drama uh, queen. Shnoop, shnoop. Yeah, either of those. Drama's another mixer partner. There you go. Boom. There you go, drama. You got the sword for now. I'm trusting you. Okay. Anyway, so let's look at the sunshine in your life. So you did video games. You did Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Tell us everything else. Your little game, your gaming career from the very beginning and now. Our, okay. So obviously, I played a lot of Super Nintendo. Super Mario World was a big one. Um, Kingdom Hearts. I'm obsessed with that game. Like it's my game. Like I love Kingdom Hearts. Uh then I really got into for like then I got a GameCube and I got into Super Monkey Ball and Super Luigi's Monkey Mansion. Ball. <laughs> so I loved those games. And then I got my Xbox 360. And I'm telling you, that's when it all went really downhill. This is when I got Xbox Live and I started to play with other people and I was like, I'm gonna be the best. So I would play Black Ops 2 from the moment I got home until the moment I couldn't eyes up anymore. I would like be so dead at school because I was playing Black Ops 2 like all night. I was like, I want to be like the cool kids, you know, like that's where I started, you know, kind of finding a place that I fit into. That was like one of the first places was because I was just on the internet, you know, no one really could judge me and I was pretty good. I was pretty good at the game. Okay. I don't remember that much about it, but I know I was pretty good for someone who's never played a shooter before. Yeah. And like that's where I made my very first friend, a fat pop tart. Uh, shout out to him. I know he's probably not here because he's all—he's usually one of the Twitch users. Uh, but <laughs> one of the, he was one of the my very users. first friends. I remember he like we played together and we stopped playing together. And I ran into him in a, a lobby and like I was like, hey, I recognize your name. And like he was my very first Xbox friend, and we're still best friends this day. Like we still pretty much talk almost every day. Dope. Um. But, like, we would always play, you know, games together and stuff. So I would, like, grind out Black Ops 2. And then I kind of liked Call of Duty. I was always a Call of Duty person. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of liked Ghost. Mm, I'm so sorry. My dog is barking so much. I'm going to... It's it's very faint. <laughs> is it very faint? I'm yeah. so sorry. She's upstairs because uh, my sister's about to be home. So she's barking at the door. It's fine. It's to... fine. It's not, it's not sure over. <laughs> yeah, it's not overwhelming. Okay, I'm so sorry. She's That's what she's doing. She knows Jacqueline's about to be home because she yeah. just got out. So she's having a heyday at the door. Um, And she'll she'll bark for like the next 15 minutes. So please tell me if I need to go grab her and like move her. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so I swear she's getting closer. Yeah, she's walking to the back door. I hope she doesn't. She's gonna bark right above me. Are you sure you don't want me to go move hey, her? Yeah, I'm starting to hear her now, yeah. Okay, she's literally coming above my room. Okay, let me... Is that fine if I... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Damn. Literally, as soon as I took my camera off, I heard them come in the back door. So that's why she was... Oh, okay, cool. So, sorry about that. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so... Call of Duty 2. I was actually really... I got into Black Ops yeah. 1, actually. The very first Yeah, my one. first online game was Black Ops 2. Okay. That was my first. So I never played any of the Call of Duties before. Um, so I kind of got into Ghost. But like one of my big things, which I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but I absolutely shredded at Advanced Warfare. I would pay fifty bucks for someone to beat me in Advanced Warfare. I was. I don't know what it was. Well, you gotta also understand. I only played really Black Ops Two before then. So Call of Duty to me wasn't a hundred percent boots on the ground. I because like, I I never really played it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. 
But when Advanced Warfare came out, I shredded at that game. I was so good. They had like clan wars. I would call off work to like. <laughs> Committed. Wars, like, it was crazy. Uh, our clan was Darwin's theory. Like, we were the best, you know, the strongest will survive kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. I got really big into Overwatch. That was like my other, ne like my next really big game. Overwatch was my game. I Are love you on Overwatch. PC? No, I'm not. I'm on Xbox. Oh my god! I, I'm, I know, I know, I know, I know. I gotta. I'm gonna <sighs> eventually venture into the, um, the PC realm. The PC realm, but yes, I, do I, it. I built a streaming PC, not a streaming and gaming PC. Okay. So I don't have the CPU to stream and play. Like I can play and I can stream, but not at the same time. I gotta get a couple stronger parts for that. Yeah, um, I'm really into Overwatch. That's why I got excited. I was like, damn, we could link up and just climb the SR together. Let's get right. it. I'm, I mean, I'd be down. I'd be down, but gotta, that has to be an offline thing for now at least. <laughs> for uh, sure. Well, who's your mains? My mains, your mains? I'm, I'm off tank main, so Hog and Zarya. And I'm actually nice, learning nice. Ryan. That's Ryan, dude, I slept on Ryan for the past two years. Now yeah, I'm starting too. to learn Ryan. I'm a fucking beast at him. I'm just I'm I'm sorry like I'm just awesome. like dude like I think I, I think I'm a Ryan main now I just recently discovered awesome. this two weeks ago but yeah that's yeah, I'm a, what are you what's your role um I usually do Zenyatta or Farah is like my oh so you're healer but I've been playing a lot of Moira like honestly too that's been another person I've been playing but I'm a little bit too aggressive and less that's healing fine. as Moira that's fine yeah it's just you de yeah, that honestly, that that's what it takes to be a good Mora is that you have to have that balance, of course. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, if yeah. it gets to the point where your teammates are like, "Damn it, fucking heal me," and then you're like, "Okay, yeah, I gotta they chill." They healing. They healing. <laughs> I didn't healing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I got really heavy into Overwatch, um, and then I played a little bit of Fortnite, maybe like the first three seasons, mm -hmm. but it was constantly changing, and I didn't. I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, I was it's... like, I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. Like, one day this gun's here, one day it's not. One day I can jump off a jump pad, next day I can't. Like, it was, like, constantly changing, so I was like, I don't really like the inconsistent... Like, not that... I think the game is absolutely genius. Yeah. I just don't care for it. Same. Um, but, like, right now, I guess my main games would be Apex. I'm really getting heavy into Apex. I've uh, been trying to get good at the game. Um, I've been playing with the people that are just absolute <clears throat> monsters at the game and just kind of like learning how they're playing like their play style like how do they you know rotate and all that kind of stuff like i'm trying to get pretty pretty good at apex um i also play a lot of dead by daylight that's another game i really enjoy uh, i just like the fact that it's kind of like a co-op horror game like thriller game and there's like a lot of like well-known characters like some of the killers can be michael they could be freddie mm -hmm. um They've got like a clown. They've got like you know just like such a variety. They have ghost face in there. Um, is it cross play? Like a variety of it. Uh, is it cross platform? Is that yeah, just cross play, cross platform. Uh, no, but you can't play it on PC too. Like there's a lot more PC players for Dead by Daylight, I think, than Xbox, just because that. I mean, it's a little bit more smoother on the PC. A, a, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Though. You need to get in that PC realm, man. It'll change your well, life. Well, I actually play PC Dead by Daylight. I have played that. Oh, okay. uh, one of my another good uh a really awesome mixer partner um respect tech he plays a lot of pc and he kind of talked me into it i was like but i have to plug the controller in i try oh, to keep of course yeah it's it's there's definitely <laughs> a learning again. curve yeah it's definitely yeah, a learning again. curve um but 
I'm actually, like I said, I'm actually replaying all of the Kingdom Hearts right now for my stream. Uh, starting from the very first one, I think there's like nine or ten games. Uh, we're playing the story so far, which actually also just came out on Xbox, where it has Kingdom Hearts 1, Chain of Memories. Um, right now we're on Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, we're gonna be obviously still playing like the in-between and showing the in-between like little like mm -hmm. video, like what's it called? There's like a fancy name for it. Um, like cinematic movies kind of thing mm -hmm. that they put together and then we're gonna play kingdom hearts 3 and the new dlc that just came out this year nice so, so yeah so yeah you kingdom mentioned hearts it before the xbox the uh you said you know kingdom hearts was really really stood out for you but what was it why mm -hmm. that game why did that game capture your heart so well you know i'm just an emo kid and i'm always emotional <laughs> that's got a really good storyline to it so i think that's why i like it so much and another thing too i think is because my sister and i played it together as kids Aww, yeah so i think that's kind of like why i have even more of a connection to it. i like yeah, yeah, i remember yeah. her loving Kyrie and nominee and so she like we would always play that so when i remember like when kingdom hearts 3 came out like me and her were so excited like i remember because i was playing kingdom hearts 3 when i got my partner but like when i got my sub button mm -hmm. so a year later like we're playing it again and it's just kind of cool Aww. i actually didn't plan that on purpose like it just kind of happened yeah um but like I remember, like me and her, like counting down the hours for Kingdom Hearts three to come. So I don't know, just something about like that game just reminds me of my sister. And obviously, we know by now why she's so important to me. So yeah. But it's just the overall the game. It's got, I mean, it's got good graphics. It's got it's like Disney meets Final Fantasy. So hell yeah. I'm not much of a Disney person growing up. Honestly, I, didn't, I was never a movie person. I don't know anything about movies or TV shows. But I think that's kind of why I like it too, because then I get to actually know a little bit about Disney mm -hmm. while also playing, you know, a game that I enjoy. And also the storyline is just super dramatic, and I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> of course. All right. Um, before we get into the subject about how you even started streaming, uh, I want to ask a question about your brand. So I noticed mm -hmm. when I'm on your brand, it's a lot of galaxies and dealing with the stars, and you're wearing the NASA shirt. So what is your mm -hmm. thing with that? <laughs> um. Okay. So. I also have my little alien on my hand. Oh, that's tatted. <laughs> um, yeah, that's tatted. It's forever. I'm not getting rid hey. of It was way before I started streaming. Um, okay. I actually have quite a few tattoos. I have another alien tattoo on my leg. Um, so why the aliens theme? Honestly, so when I, when I was like kind of like trying to get an idea of what streaming was about, I was like, what is something that I'm never going to get sick of talking about? aliens i love the thought of aliens outer world like you know outer mm -hmm. space stuff conspiracy theories is a big thing for me yep uh, so just all of that kind of is something that no matter how many times someone comes to my stream and asks why is there an alien well you know why is everything you know this 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 i'm never gonna get sick about talking about it so that's kind of why i went with that theme dope yeah I'm, I'm really i'm really yeah shit i'm really into that as well that's Oh, that's that's a whole that's a whole other subject we get into, but yeah, I'm very deep into the whole idea of that. We are not alone, okay, people. Yeah, absolutely. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. We're not alone. We're not. Absolutely. Okay, so streaming. So how does streaming get involved? Well, like I said, multiple times now. Uh, <laughs> I always need a place I need to fit in. Um, so let me go to like the very basics of things. So, I don't even know how I found my Like, I know I found it on my Xbox, but I don't remember what struck me to get on. Xbox, uh, probably. 
yeah like what yeah like i remember like seeing it but i was like why do i want to watch someone play games you know like what is mm-hmm. what is why do i want to do this but i remember going there and covent was featured and i was like okay well, let's watch this dude you know see what he's about and from that day forward i never missed a stream unless mm. like, i was like i don't know i work or something i watched him every night like i thought covent was hilarious didn't care what game he was playing like that was back when he was like big into fortnite and he had covent towers and whatever the whatever the big places i don't know it's called tilt towers i think he would call yeah. it like covent towers um but i remember like me me and my sister we would come home from school or i would come home from work she would come home from school we'd order some food and we'd watch covent every night like as like t- i watched him for about a year before i was like you know i got really bad into a like really bad mental health place again and i was like maybe i can create a community like his so i went live and had my you know one viewer <laughs> for Which a little while and it was pretty much it was pretty much sundog i don't know if sundog's in the chat it might be a little but uh he was my very first like follow like one of my very first followers one of my very first supporters i would just come home and i played jackbox with my friends from work like we'd get home from work and you know, I'd go live and I would play Jackbox with me, and sometimes I'd stream my Call of Duty, and that's actually why I didn't get into over. I stopped playing Overwatch for a long time because uh, I was streamed directly off my Xbox. Like mm-hmm. I took webcam into my Xbox and went live. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and Overwatch for some reason was way too like blurry and broke up. So you know, I'd just stream these little games here and there, and next thing you know, I was hitting 100 follows, 500 follows, 700 follows, 1,000 follows, 2,000, 3,000. I applied for partnership, like, and I was like, what the heck's going on? Like, it was like, I never planned to be a partner. I never planned to actually take this seriously. Mm-hmm. I just needed somewhere to go and someone to talk to. And I don't know, I just think that it all happened for a reason like i said like i went i started streaming because i needed a safe place to go and i'm continuing streaming because i want to give that back to yeah so explain your experience when you got partnered i couldn't believe it (laughs) (laughs) um so i'll never forget actually the like a couple days before i got my button i got my first raid from pop dim tarts who's another amazing mixer partner uh, she came yeah. in and her raid was hashtag apply for partner and I actually already did and kept it a secret from everyone and I was just waiting for my button to drop and I was like oh I don't know I might apply I don't know you know like I and I remember we were actually in the Pirates of the Caribbean world on Kingdom Hearts 3 I remember specifically mm-hmm. and like trying to play it off like I don't know I might apply and then like stay the next two like two days after that uh, my button dropped and it was surreal, like, cause I didn't even know what a mixer partner was. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't know what I was. I still don't know what I'm doing when I'm streaming. I literally just go live and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it was crazy, like, cause when people said, like, when they first said, were like, you know, you're gonna try to be a mixer partner. I was like, I don't know what that is. I was like, I don't know what it means to be a partner. Like, I don't know what it takes to be a partner. Like, I'm just trying to be happy, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. trying to you know be positive and make a good impact on the world and uh yeah i don't know it was pretty wild but like i said i wouldn't i wouldn't change it i wouldn't change where i am for anything i'm in such a better place like i'm so happy i became a partner like mixer is such a great community like it's yep. so like connected and some of the partners that i made friends with are absolutely insane like mm-hmm. they are so so genuinely kind dad got game duke of 
Stormbreaker, Crix, uh, Drama Queen, Moogie, like some of those people, I cannot believe that the world kept us apart because they're such <laughs> nice people. And I just wish I had people like that in real life. Like, Growing up, right? I had in high school and stuff. Yeah. Like, they're just so kind, it blows my mind. And even just like the Mixer staff, like how just on t I, I know there's like a lot of like weird stuff going along with that, like going around on like social media with that right now, but like. Mm -hmm. I think the mixer staff is kicking ass. Like, I think they're doing great things. Yeah. I really think they're doing great for the platform. And I mean, overall, I'm just so proud to be a mixer partner. Like, I think that's, I just am like so honored to be able to represent mixer and show what streaming is all about. It's not just playing video games. People stare at you. It's about building that community, you know, making the impact you can every day. And, you know, while, meanwhile, while also being able to be professional, you know, too, like, because I try to take my streaming as professional as possible with a little bit of, like, personality, you know. But, like, just being able to, like, talk with my partner manager and, like, talk about future plans, like, after streaming and stuff like that, it's just really, I don't know, it's just such a well-balanced job. And, I, like I said, I'm just so happy that I decided to go for partner, even though I really wasn't sure what it meant. But now, today, I'm so happy that I did. Because I'm, I feel like I'm like the luckiest person to be a mixer partner. I'm so happy about it. Congratulations to your success. Like I said, Thank you. you deserve everything that that you have and what's coming to you. It's awesome. Thanks. Looking forward to your career. It's gonna be exciting, man. Hey, as long I don't care what happens. I don't care if I hit a hundred thousand follows. I don't care if I hit a thousand subs. I don't care if I, you know, become the next ninja. As long as I keep my community, that's all I care. about. I could care less about numbers. I could care less about views. As long as I have those people to go to every night and they have me to go to, that's all I care about. That's I don't care all. about being rich and famous. That's not anything I've ever wanted in my life. <laughs> I just want to I just want to be happy and make the world a little bit better. Of course. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your character creation. That was amazing. That's a hell of a creation that you created for yourself. And you've definitely you. you definitely opened up. I'm pretty sure yeah, your audience bit. and your a little bit what what more no, you want to say no that no, that's pretty much everything <laughs> it's sarcasm you just rambling as usual okay all right well the next part we're gonna get into the next segment is setting your attributes so like every video game when you create your character you got to set your attributes so mm -hmm. i'm gonna name a few characteristics traits characteristic traits and you can rate yourself from one to five five being the highest all right let's do it I'm first one curiosity Ooh, um i would say i'm pretty curious uh it's probably a four why four i always want to learn i Ooh. every day i learn something new I, good I, answer. I, you can ask my community i never stop working it's bad like but i love it i love being that way my mom always raised me to be that way if you have downtime you have work time like every day i'm like trying to learn something new i can add to the stream or you know, just, I'm always curious what, you know, how can I better engage with my community or uh, just playing games offline? Like, I'm always curious how I can improve. Yeah. And I always want to learn. Awesome. So, okay, I'm pretty curious. And I always overthink a lot of things. So, was the last <laughs> thing, I guess, like the last fun fact you learned? Uh, oh, gosh. I'm sure my community is going to say something stupid. They're going to be like, she learned that the color blue is blue. <laughs> um, that's something fun I learned recently. Oh, man. 
This is where I play like Jeopardy music. Yeah, right. You're I'm blonde. You gotta calm down, okay? This is a lot of things I have to think about. When I learned. What? Let's see. I know, right? I'm trying to figure out. Someone in chat's gonna say something. <laughs> right. Llamas are I the best. Know. Okay, so actually, here's something kind of cool. This is not like a typical answer, but I kind of learned how to cook recently. Okay. Well, what was your what was I've your first gist wanted... you dabbled into? Um, I've actually been making some real food. Like, uh, some I was real sick of food. <laughs> no, no, listen here. Okay, so I've grown up eating takeout or like ah, eating okay. like leftover restaurant food. Like, yeah, 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 I yeah. when I say like I actually learned to make real food. Like, I've made like chicken with vegetables, like asparagus, like steamed asparagus, or like garlic roasted vegetables. Um, like I made like like I bought a crock pot. Like I bought like actual cooking. Items, like. Cooking software and hardware. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because uh, like I, I, I literally never cooked growing up, but I love cooking shows. And like I said, I was finally sick of paying for delivery every day, and I wanted to eat just like healthier because I just feel like garbage all the time. So I was mm -hmm. like, I, I'm gonna go to the grocery store, and I'm gonna buy real food. So I guess I've learned cooking techniques, something new that I learned, and I'm and I'm super excited to learn more about cooking. Like I'm excited to go to the grocery store and buy more food. Mm -hmm. what, what, okay, so like we said in the, before the show, you know, I'm, we're both kind of like, was that word? Mama boy, mama girl, I mm -hmm. guess you could say. And w one of the things that I recently discovered is that if you want to, if there's any way, God forbid, when our parents leave, if you still want to keep your them, their spirit with you, learn their recipes. Definitely learn their recipes. Yeah. So if you Definitely. need to learn to cook, I gotta learn my mom's biscuits and gravy. There, there you go. See, That's master sure. that shit. Master that shit. My mom is really good at that. Yeah, master that shit, and your mom will live forever. It's, it's amazing. Something about food is such a deep connection to it. It's such Absolutely a deep connection agree. to it. But yeah, biscuits and gravy. That's mm -hmm. gonna be good. All right. Next one is uh, gratitude. Oh five. Why five? I'm grateful for everything. What is everything that's happened to me? Even the stuff I hate that happened to me, I'm grateful for it. What is something that say... stands out for you the most? Um, I guess I guess it's kind of a general thing, but I'm I'm actually grateful for the bad things that happened to me because I I would not be the person I am today without them. I don't think I'd be nearly as kind. I don't think I'd be nearly as open-hearted and non-judgmental and mm -hmm. you know just trying to be a positive. I would not be a positive person if all the bad things happen to me. You have to have dark in your light to in your life to understand the light and vice versa. You have to have light or you know, you know, backwards and everything. But I would just say like I don't know, I'm just real grateful for those things because it showed me how important my mom was to me. Um, you know, those negative things showed me how important my sister was to me. It was showed me how important self care is to myself. Uh I mean I'm grateful every day just to wake up and eat. I'm grateful every day that I get to talk to a community of people all around the world from Australia to New Zealand to Canada to um, over in the UK. Like, I get to make friends all across the world. I'm grateful for that. Uh, I mean, I'm grateful just for, I mean, everything. I'm just grateful to, I mean, even still, I'm grateful for still being here. Awesome. Patience. Mm -hmm. Oh, patience. What would I make? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not patient. Oh man, I would probably put that on the lower end. Probably like a two. I'm patient, but I have that anxiety factor. Okay. So one, if that kicks in, I'll leave the situation. Like if I, I like, I'm not. I'm pretty not good at being patient. 
uh, confidence. Uh, three, I would say. I'm confident behind a webcam. I'm not confident not behind a webcam. Explain that. Um, I'm confident behind a webcam because I think it's... Well, obviously, visually-wise, you guys get to see my favorite part of me, you know? Mm, okay. Uh, and it, this is my safe place, you know? I don't really... I still have anxiety attacks sometimes when I'm streaming, but not nearly as much as if I were to go into the real world. When I go into the real world, that's like, like when the panic and the anxiety gets really bad and my confidence goes low. Like, I just feel like everyone's judging me and everyone's, like, making fun of me. Everyone's talking about me and, like, every bad thing, you know? Like, I'm not safe here. Uh, you know, stuff along those lines. So I'm, I'm definitely confident at home behind webcam going live, but once you get me out of my comfort zone, I kind of suck. Until I get back in that comfort zone again. Once I'm once I'm comfortable, my anxiety's not ruling my life. I think I'm I'm very confident. And I'm very you know like I remember that I'm proud of myself and I love myself. But that anxiety factor really can kick my ass sometimes. And so that's the trigger to self doubt of your confidence, mm -hmm. your anxiety. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, spirituality. Um. know maybe a three as well okay explain i'm kind of all over the place with spirituality um from anywhere from a religion to believing in an afterlife to astrology all that kind of stuff i'm kind of iffy on all that um i'm an overthinker so i like to question everything mm -hmm. like i like to when it comes to any sort of religion, any sort of afterlife, any sort of karma, stuff along those lines, I don't 100% believe in them, but I don't 100% not. Yeah. You so, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of in the middle with that one. You, you sound you sound a lot like me. Uh, there's actually, I was actually doing a lot of research to see if, you know, I was tired of, this, of saying that when people asked, but there's mm -hmm. a word for it. It's called omnist. We're mm -hmm. omnists. So basically, omnis means we don't practice any religion, but we do find truth in all of them. Yeah, that, that I would say that's a good way to put it. Yeah. My, my thing is, I don't, this kind of sounds a little goofy, but uh, <laughs> I don't want to believe in anyone but myself. So I Wait, mean, I that? believe that I don't want to believe in anyone but myself. Like, I don't want to believe in like a, a non-confirmed higher person. I would rather just know that right now, right here, this is all me. I make my decisions, you know, kind of thing. Could there be all these other things, other religions and, you know, stuff believe in? Absolutely. But I haven't seen it yet. All I've seen is myself making decisions. So I would say that's, I guess we are, we're pretty much on the same page there. I'm not, I'm not doubting everything, but I'm not believing everything either. Definitely. But I want to know more about everything. Of course. <laughs> I want to learn all about it. It goes back to what Socrates says, is that know that you know nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like... Pretty much. That's a good there's definition. It's a good definition also, of it. One of my favorite lines in Kingdom Hearts is, you understand nothing. You so pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's it's deep the, philosophical thing. The more thing. you learn, the less you understand. Yeah. Which is this is like that whole cycle of... It's a never-ending cycle, man. It's like mm -hmm. endless curiosity. 
and we'll never know anything but yet we'll never know anything it's i love it i love mm -hmm. it yeah it makes my head explode and i can't sleep at night but i want to have it any other way yeah exactly <laughs> uh next one charisma I would say probably like a three or four. I'm very, I'm pretty charismatic. Like, I don't know. I think I let a lot of like my personality shine a lot, even when it's not the best side of my personality in a way. Um, I don't know. I'd say I'm, I'm pretty outgoing for the most part. As long as my look to get as long, like I have like, I always say that it's like a devil and angel on my shoulder. I have my okay who's gonna win you know is mm -hmm. my anxiety gonna take over for a bit or am i gonna take over you know like yeah. the real me that isn't you know shadowed by my anxiety um but as long as that's not there i'm great i think i think i'm very good at like showing myself and being like spoken and like i'm definitely not like shy or i don't keep myself hidden for the most part like i like i said i am very proud of who i am for the most part, as long as my anxiety is not trying to ruin my life. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgiveness. Ooh, I'm a very forgiving person. Sometimes too forgiving. Mm. I would probably say five. I am very understanding of a lot of things that I don't think a lot of the world is understanding of, and I wish they were. Uh, whether it comes to friendships, whether it comes to relationships, whether it comes to uh, family, you know, family matters, what to people doing something wrong, like I'm very forgiving and I try to always see the positive side of why people acted the way they did, even when I feel like it's sometimes really hard to understand mm -hmm. why, but I'm definitely, I would definitely say I'm very forgiving and stuff too forgiving. And not everyone deserves to be forgiven. <laughs> they yeah. do, but like, there's some people that have like definitely done some really mean stuff, even just to me. And I shouldn't have forgiven them, but I, I mean, I should forgive them, but I shouldn't have forgiven them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have just because I want. I just want to be the better. I just want to be the bigger person and just get over it. Like I said, don't. Fo I don't want to focus on those negatives my whole life. I'd rather just forgive and forget and move on. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think that misinterpreted forgiveness is that they think that if they forgive them they're considered weak but it's really showing that you're strong and you're not letting that shit control your future it's mm -hmm. definitely Absolutely. what it is and then there's a uh, I like I like how you keep reiterating that you're too forgiving uh, I would like to since you're a very curious individual I could tell there's a there's a lot of zen lessons Chinese proverb may, may I share a Chinese proverb with you yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, in the subject of forgiveness, if you blame others, you'll never forgive them. If you blame yourself, you're halfway there. But if you blame no one, you have forgive them. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's how, like I said, like that's kind of how I try to just go about it anyways, you know? I just kind of just try to accept the situation and move past it. Of course. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Next one, open-minded. Oh, five. I'm, I'm not judgmental whatsoever. I'm open-minded about everyone. Everything. That is not terrible. That is not <laughs> like, terrible? Like, as far as, like, 
Like I'm open-minded with everyone, pretty much every situation. Like, like my best. Like, so I mean, I'm everywhere. So I, any sort of LGBT thing, I love it. I'm all about it. I stand behind it. Mm. Any sort of even like, and I'm even open-minded to the point where I understand why certain people don't support that. Yeah. Like I understand that some people religiously, it's not okay in their book, and I can understand that. And, I, and like, I'm not gonna get mad at them. But I'm like I said, like I'm very open-minded. Like I understand why some people, you know, don't see the okay it's about certain situations um with religion like i said i don't really you know believe in anything but i'm not against anything but i understand and i respect people that are are very christian or are very you know atheist or or you know buddhist or whatever you may be mm -hmm. um i don't really i'm so sorry now my dogs are running around upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm you know i don't care if you're the smartest person if you graduated with straight A's or out of middle school year I don't care like as long as as long as you're a good person I'm gonna be good to you and respect you I'm not of course I'm, yeah I'm very I would say I'm very open-minded self-awareness I'm pretty high on that one I would say too I would say probably a four why not a Maybe five, not a five but why not a five though? I don't because I think that I could always understand myself better and I, I think I can still improve from where I am today. I still have my slip-ups where I let my past kind of control me. I mean, I still let my anxiety control me. Mm -hmm. But... It's I fine. It's, it's not that bad, I promise. So um, I think I could improve that a little bit. I think I could, like I said, I, I think I could get a, try to get a hold on my depression and my past a little bit better and my anxiety. But for overall, I think I'm doing pretty well. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I think over time, I'll understand it better. Courage. Uh, probably a three, because the fact... There's a... I want to be courageous about everything. I want to, you know, put my foot down about what's right and, you know, lead the nation to happiness. <laughs> but I also know that I'm scared of the world. So I have the side of me that, you know, like the devil and angel kind of thing. I have the side of me that really wants to do all these great things, but I know my agoraphobia is going to not let that happen. So hmm. I would like to be, you know, that super courageous person. That's why I try to, you know, share as much as of that, of that positivity and, you know, strength behind my, you know, my webcam, because I know sometimes a person I'm not going to. Makes sense. Respect. I would say I'm probably high on the respect end as well, because I think that's gonna gonna go with the open-mindedness of if you are a good person, I'm gonna be good back to you. But that all, that's why I can't really give that number because if I know you're, I'm not gonna bat an eye at you. So I can, I, yeah. I think there's definitely people that I think, I don't know, I think I'm rude or something like that, but I don't like to, I don't like to spend time with people that I know are good people because there's enough actually good people that i want to highlight in the world so i don't know i'd probably put myself at a four because i do respect a lot of things and everything but <laughs> i don't respect people i don't like people that are disrespectful i don't like people that are rude i don't like people that go all their way to be mean i don't like people that are toxic uh, any of that like i'm i'm not respecting i'm not being nice to that i'm not even gonna give you the time of day no makes sense Perfect. all right <laughs> <laughs> competitiveness well i'm pretty competitive 
I grew up playing sports, and then I played video games. So I would say probably a four. I'm not the sweatiest, but I definitely <laughs> try to be. I'm not the best yeah. at, at sports or games, but I'm definitely gonna. If someone says like I'm better than you, I'm gonna pretend that I'm also better than them. So I might not actually be, but. I'm gonna portray I'm that a, I am. I'm thus definitely a make you sweaty. When it comes to competitive. Yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely am a wannabe competitive person. I'm just probably not there yet, skill level, <laughs> both physically and when it comes to video games. <laughs> yeah. What, what was it? You played softball? I played softball, soccer, volleyball, basketball. What'd you like the most? Softball, hands down. I'm a baseball, softball person. Go Cubs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Go, Cubs, baby. <laughs> I guess. I got a Cubs, ta I got a Cubs tattoo. <laughs> Do you really? Uh huh. When they were in the World Series, I messaged my tattoo artist and I was like, if you don't get me in tomorrow and tattoo this, I'm never coming back. So he drew me up a little World Series. Like, it's got the little Cubs hat with a W on it. It says 2016. It's got like bats and a little Ivy from Wrigley. Nice. How many tattoos you got? 27. 27? Uh -huh. So y'all sleeved up, or are they just like different spots? No, I actually kept my arm clean. Um, I started from my legs up, pretty much. I obviously, well, I have like one on this arm, I think. Sorry, I was gonna mix it up because the webcam's backwards and my whole life's backwards now. But <laughs> I've got my feet, most of my, most of my below my knees are covered. Yeah. Um, I've got probably like a fourth of my torso covered. I obviously have these ones. I have one on my shoulder, like just clears on my shoulder, and then I have my hands. So like you pretty much like sleeving your legs or it's just random like yeah, I'm gonna, pop art. I, I want to sleeve my whole body eventually, but that's really expensive. I like I've wanted to be covered in tattoos, kid. I I think people don't realize that that like I'm a very alternative punk person, but I've always been an emo kid at heart. So. So that's that's never gonna die in you. Those people off. Yeah. But I've always been like a little scene kid, little emo kid. <laughs> <laughs> a little scene kid. I well I was well a lot of people don't know what scene girls were, but I my hair and have like my cheetah uh eyeshadow and my robot t-shirt my purple skinny jeans you know it'd be great if you had a picture of that i could probably send you one i could probably find one on my myspace definitely do <laughs> that insane. definitely do, I that. <laughs> definitely I do that i don't think i don't know if it's in my discord still but i think i did post them in there eventually damn my little emo days all right, next one. Uh, sensitivity. And no, not your controller. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> um, three. I think I'm I'm very split on this because I cry over Super Bowl commercials, hmm. but I'll never let someone say something to me that makes me upset. <laughs> so like, really? I'm really sensitive when it comes to. Um, I'm really sensitive when it comes to, um, I guess, like, movie. I'm a huge, like, music person. Like, lyrics could, like, make me cry for days. Like, rest in peace, Mac Miller. I could listen to Mac Miller every day and cry over him. Like, I'm such, like, an emotionally attached music person. Um, like, movies make me cry a lot. Like, I'm not kidding when I say, like, I don't watch the Super Bowl because I can't stop crying at the commercials. Like, some of those get really touchy and I mm -hmm. get teary-eyed. Um, like, I can't watch, like, like, um, circuses or anything, because, like, when the dramatic music plays. <laughs> like, I'm so, I'm such a crybaby, I'm such a crybaby. But if someone tries to bully me, attack me, a troll comes to my channel, someone says something to like... my face, 
I could care Tell less. Yeah, I'll knock someone out of here. Not really. I don't promote violence at all. Please don't be violent. Anyone. <laughs> but none of that will ever affect me. No one can ever be mean to me. I was a bartender and a server before I was a streamer. So like whatever oh, someone okay. says behind a keyboard, I've had said to my face. And I still had to be professional about it. Like, I couldn't tell them to go fuck themselves like I would on stream. So, none of that's going to ever face me. I think that everyone should be a bartender or a server before they ever be a streamer. Because then you'll see that the world really can be that cruel, but in person. Of course. And you got to be able to handle that. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of that, highly recommend if anybody has never had some kind of job dealing with people, retail or anything, definitely recommend doing it. You'll definitely... Mm -hmm learn a lot not about other people but definitely a lot about yourself on how to handle certain situations yeah definitely all right last one luck off oh, one <laughs> come on oh. now you can't give yourself a one okay honestly maybe a one two i'm not even kidding i think i'm a very unlucky person whether it comes to experiences problems with my streams me my car has been hit and run five times my i lose everything i break everything i drop everything i uninstall windows <laughs> you know like i am very I've, I've never had like something great happen okay like something like winning a large amount of money or you know like addicts you know like you did well or winning a prize out of a raffle or something you know like something that you usually say lucky for like i've never mm -hmm. had any of that it's just a bunch of me breaking stuff and um like I said, my car is a big thing because I finally purchased a real car, like, you know, making payments on it. Like, I got a nice Nissan, and I've been reversed into in a drive-thru. Um, I decided not to drive drunk, so I left my car at the bar and Ubered home. Well, my friend gave me a ride home, and I picked it up, and the whole back end is completely destroyed. Hit and run, no cameras in the parking lot. Um, it's also been a hit a few more times. Like, a Walmart cart was pushed up against it, and, I it like, apparently, I don't know, came from Ohio and just flew in. It, was, it, was, it, it came from Ohio. How fast could a, a cart be going in a parking lot that it left that big of a dent in my car? I have no idea. But... Oh, man. I don't know. I've definitely been super unlucky with stuff. Like, I just got a really nice gift um, for my birthday, and I went to go put it on my shelf, dropped it, shattered the whole thing. Damn. Yep, yeah, so... I don't think I'm very lucky at all. I'm lucky to be where I am and who I am. And good, people I have. Good save, good save. Yeah, I'm lucky for all that. But if we're talking about like other kind of luck, nah. Not at all. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. That's crazy, you know. Well, no, I, I actually like, I seriously like to like ask my community. I usually come, I usually go live and say, here's my fucked up story of the day. Because something so stupid has happened to me that day. That makes no sense because I'm just unlucky. But I don't know. It, I, th I think it makes I, my life is literally a times with the, some of this just goofy stuff that's happened to me. Yeah, maybe you could write a book. I sometimes think about it. Don't the think, just do. Insane life of me. <laughs> don't think, that just makes do. No sense. <laughs> I guess. Okay. All right. Well character creation you set your attributes now you're off to your main quest a thousand years so what is your main quest make the world a better place <laughs> it's the most open thing possible um okay so 
I go live every night for eight hours, and that during that whole eight hours, I want to make at least everyone that stops in smile at least once. Mm-hmm. My goal, like I said, I started streaming to create a safe place for me, and now I want to give back because I finally, like I said, I've definitely not beaten depression or suicidal depression by any means, but I'm in a hundred percent a better place than I was. I'm 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 so much safer with myself, you know. Like I've been I, what well, like so good at handling things now. So now I want to be able to make a place where people can escape because I made that for myself. I want people to know that when they come into my stream, they're not going to get judged. They're going to always be welcomed with a smile. They're going to be appreciated whether they come in once a week, once a month, once a year. I don't care. I want everyone to know that anyone in my stream is loved and they can they can be the best person they can be. I want them to be nice to everyone every day. I know that's so much more, that's so much to ask for just for, you know, people be nice and positive mm-hmm. a shot so that's that's my goal with streaming is that i can at least take my fifty thousand people or at least the ones that come in every night a hundred plus of them and just make them happy happy enough to go to go and want to make other people happy as well and just be nice hold the door for someone you know call your friend when was the last time you guys messaged your friend and ask them how they were doing it's winter time bad mental health months you guys go message your friends tonight and just say you know what i appreciate you and we do that often i try to remember like just to be like you know check up on your friends you know t- tell your tell your parents you love them if you still have them because they might not be here today you know mm-hmm. and i just i just try to do as much as i can with the eight hours to make them laugh to have just just be happy because it's really hard to be happy in the real world it sucks i hate the real world <laughs> that's why i try not to go out there and... sucks I know that reality sucks. Like it's, it's really not easy for some people, especially for people that unfortunately had to live like I did. It's not easy. So just if I can just create a few minutes of happiness for everyone that stops in my stream, I'm think I'm, think I'm on a good, good path to hit my main goal. Just making making the world a little bit better. Just a little bit better. Just a little bit, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I feel like you're doing a good job. It's a good main quest. Alright, so with every main quest, there's always some side quests. So what are some of your side quests? I would say some of my side quests are setting a good example for my sister. That it doesn't okay. matter what job she does, as long as she enjoys it, that's all. Mm. I know I'm not going to be a millionaire from streaming. I know that most months I just barely get by. I pay my bills, but I'm having so much fun and I'm so I'm in such a better mental health place. That I don't think it matters. Like we didn't like like I said, we didn't grow up with money. So a big thing for me was just telling my sister because she's like, well, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to do this. I don't want you know go to school for all these years. We're not gonna have money for me to go to school all these years. And I was like, what do you like to do? Like what is you? What are you passionate about? I was, I was like, don't worry about what mom thinks, what grandma thinks. You know what your friends are gonna think. Just be happy. Look what I'm doing. I was like, I play video games. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like but I love what I'm doing. Like I think people forget that not everyone lives to be 100 you could die tomorrow so why are you not enjoying today i feel like that's what that's how i've always lived my life that you know streaming's not i'm not gonna be the even if i make it to you know 35 plus streaming i might not and then what i don't know but we're gonna just have to wait to figure out to get there i'm gonna enjoy where i am now so i want to set that good example for my sister because i know that's a i know it's really hard for a lot of people to have that pressure from your family to go be a doctor be a scientist you know go travel the world you know there's like so many like harsh jobs go be a lawyer that you know is really hard on some people and you really have a lot of people really have that pressure from their parents 
And like I said, my mom's always had my back no matter what I did. So I want to make sure that I can create that for her and for other people that you don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to be a salesman. You don't have to you know, do these things that someone else wants you to do. Do what you want to do because you're not, you're, you're probably not going to live to a hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, be happy now. And if it doesn't work out, well, guess what? You can get another job. It's not yeah. that hard. Just keep working. You can <laughs> you know? always get Just another don't be job. Just a shit worker. There's always other jobs. Um, Another side quest, other than making people happy and you know setting a good example, that to just kind of just follow your dreams in a way, um, I would say is I keep finding more stuff out about myself. Uh, the more Ooh. I stream, the more I'm figuring out more about myself, and I want to keep doing that. You know, I spend so much time just being so negative and thinking that everyone was just out to be terrible people. Um now i like i said like two people that blew my mind for being just the kind people they are were stormbreaker and his brother cricks like those people are they actually want you to be the best person you can be like they're just so kind and i hope that i can i can show people the world that too of like just discover that you can be a nice person inside because I'm, I'm sure there's people watching my stream that are still bullies or they are still not the best son or daughter um i hope that i'm able to create that like possibility that you can be these you know better positive people you just have to you know want it in yourself so i guess kind of help people discover that you know things don't always have to be the way they are that you can put yourself in better situations for the most part so what I would other? Say that is one of my side quests. What's another side quest? Uh, I guess a more fun one would be see the world. <laughs> Ooh, see the uh, world. Okay. I, which I know my anxiety is probably not going to let that happen, but I'm going to. Um. So, like I said, I never grew up with money. We've never been on a family vacation. <laughs> we don't even go out to dinner. Like we do not have money. Um. So it's nice now that like I have when I have extra money, like I've been able to go out to lunch with my mom, and like that's bizarre to me because usually like we just don't do that mm. um we, we went to the movies me and my mom went to the movies for the, i think the first time ever and that was like crazy that was super weird but just being able to take me and my sister to see more than indiana has been one of the coolest things ever and i want to keep doing that because i got to take her to seattle washington for pack south and then she also went to san diego with me for or we went to pack west and then to pack south in san diego and her eyes were like a deer in headlights the whole time and that was like the coolest thing like i mean i was enjoying it too while also having severe panic attacks but <laughs> like for her to see something that was in indiana and have so much fun like i want to keep doing that i want her to keep being able to see the world well i get to do too but i always put her first so experience your experiences mm -hmm. you plan on going to e3 i wish it's a little expensive <laughs> uh, if I could afford it, yes, but I don't know. I want to go to PAX West for sure because I've been to PAX West before. I'm going to be more comfortable going back this year because it's not a. I hope I'm more comfortable. I probably won't be. I'll probably still panic the whole time. But <laughs> um, I really, I really liked Seattle. I thought it was very beautiful. There was a lot of business opportunities there. Um, I would, like I said, I would really like to go to E3, but that's a little expensive. Oh, okay. Any other side quests? Um, 
I don't know. I want to make sure people discover about stuff about themselves as well as me. Like, I just keep discovering new things about myself every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister gets to see the world. I get to make the world hopefully a better place. Um, any other stuff? Anything else I want to get from streaming? I don't know. I think that pretty much balances all of them. Something for me, something for my sister, something for the world. Makes sense. My three side quests. It's gonna take me a long time to get to those anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know how it there. is. Yeah, take some hours to put in. You gotta grind. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Okay, so you conquered your main quest. You completed all your side quests, and now you hit your final boss. What is your final boss that you wish to conquer? Self. Yourself. My anxiety. Your anxiety. I think that's gonna be the hardest thing for me to get past in streaming is I don't know, just like that fear of embarrassment, that fear of messing up. I'm so good at spending all night staying up overthinking like what if I do this on stream? What if like what if I say something really offensive to someone on accident? Or what if I'm just in a bad mood and I make one of my moderators upset or you know, like, I'm always thinking, like, what if? And mm-hmm. that's, like, been the, that's like the hardest thing for me. Like, I feel like even once I, you know, cure the world and make everyone a happy place, like, I think I'm still going to have to battle myself. And even believing I've done it, I think I'm always going to second-guess myself and be like, you didn't do good enough. You still could have done better. You could have made more of an impact. Like, why were you so rude that day? You know, I think I'm still going to have to conquer not beating myself up every day because i'm not as bad as i used to be at it but i'm definitely still pretty bad about it mm-hmm. so i think i'll still i think i'll be to one day i think i'll get past my anxiety and overthinking but it's gonna be a long time i think before that happens because i'm so i'm so melted into it i've been this way since fifth grade it was my when my first like suicide depression hit like my first suicide attempt was when i was in fifth grade so I've been living with that for a long, I don't know, how old are you in fifth grade? Like five? No, you're not that old. <laughs> what? <laughs> like 10? Like 10? You'd be a genius. 11, something like that. So over 10 years now, I've been, you know, beating myself up over things. So it's going to take a long time to, till I don't. But I think, I, I think I, I'm pretty confident I can get past it. It's just going to take a lot of work. But I've made it this far, so might as well keep going, right? Of course, right? It's always a good way to look at it. I made it this damn far. I mean, what more else that I gotta go do? Fuck it. We here. Alright, so you conquered your final boss. And it hits game over. What is the impact or legacy you wish to leave when somebody opens up your save file? Just be nice. It's not hard to be nice. I feel like... I mean, since, like I said, the first thing that really created me to be kind of like a bad kid was because people were so mean to me when I was a kid. And then I got into all these other friend groups, and then they would be mean to me, and then my boy means me, and then my mom was mean to me because I was mean to her. Like, if people were, if you just choose to be a little bit more kind today than you were yesterday, I, the world actually could be better. Mm-hmm. Like, if you could just, like, that's why I'm happy. Like, I tied my stream into the theme of aliens because you see aliens everywhere and when people i want people like when they see aliens they think a thousand years when they think a thousand years they think positivity open-mindedness love and care and just to be nice to people 
like I my my cousin got me a book which basically just went over it's not hard to be nice just wake up and say one kind thing to someone like you don't have to be rude like if you start noticing that you're kind of being like a bitch like or you know you're just being rude to people like just take a deep breath recollect yourself or even just let people know like when I, like when I knew that was February's a real rough month for me mental health wise so like when I knew this month was coming up I told my moderators I was like straight up I was like hey I'm probably gonna be shitty this month but I don't mean it like just know I'm going through a lot of mental health stuff right now like even small things like that just show the kind of bigger person you can be and that the bigger person that you are and at least that you have that kind of like care for people and that's just even though you're you could be being mean you're still being kind by just bringing that forward and letting them know mm-hmm. um, so I guess I just hopefully if someone were to open up my save file who is a thousand years I think just be be positive and be kind you know do what you can to improve the world don't don't sit in the negativity and the darkness of the world you know just find whatever bits of light you have and chase the hell out of it and next thing you know you'll be surrounded by nothing but positivity and love and support that's one hell of a safe file thank you for sharing yeah thank you (laughs) thank you for having me like i said appreciate it yeah last question where can people find you Mixer.com exclusively only on Mixer.com slash thousand years. People that are here, yeah, there you go. Get it. Anywhere else, any other social media you want to plug in? Uh, I have Twitter, Twitter.com slash a thousand years mixer, Instagram.com slash a thousand years mixer. Um, I keep my Snapchat super updated too, as far as giveaways and stuff. Mm, uh, just, okay. You know, don't send me streaks or any other weird stuff. It's just uh, A1000 Megs, M E G S. Um, and then from there you can find all the smaller social media ones but those are my three big ones I would say yeah awesome damn people well there you have it it's a thousand years out here <laughs> how do you feel I'm, I'm, I feel great um, there was a lot of things that I was kind of hoping to touch on in you know, this interview because I've always wanted to talk to my community about it because like I said I've always tried to be real open just so like they know that if they need someone to talk to they can talk to me. Like, I'm not just bullshitting them. Like, I've gone through this. I know how to get past it kind of thing. There's a couple of things that, like, kind of we talked on today that I've never brought up before. And I'm glad that I was able to have a, have a reason to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I could have talked to you about it any time, but I feel like it wouldn't be as important. Like, I wouldn't be able to say all the little details that I wanted to say. So, yeah, it's nice that I think my computer is going to understand. Like, because I feel like it's weird to me that some people look up to me in a way like i'm like i've had some people be like oh you're famous you know you're a celebrity i'm like no i've got the same heartbeat as you man like i think sometimes people forget that like just because i'm behind the screen and i've got you know 100 to 500 people watching me every night like i still went through shit and i still go through shit like i think people forget that and i want to make sure that people i would i want to make sure my community knows that they can always come to me and that i'm not just sunshine and rainbows every day yeah of course all right um there's like there's a thing i like to do it's kind of like a, a little com- like a little com- achievement completion achievement mm-hmm. so i ask you what's your name and whose save file is this and then you answer with him with the utmost authenticity of who you are and you say this is my save file so, floor is yours i am megan 
known as a thousand years and this is my save file hey there you have it ladies and gentlemen a thousand years in the flesh shared her save file shared a story and i feel like the biggest thing y'all can learn from her is that it doesn't matter what the fuck you went through it's about how you deal what you went through and you guys are the very proof that she took everything she had and she learned in this life and cultivated it to such a beautiful energy circle here and you guys are fucking amazing i see all the follows i see all the embers and the sparks thank you guys so much you guys are showing much love to me that just validates how fucking awesome you guys are go ahead spam all them <laughs> emotes i don't care i'm all about self promo that's all love so spam the hell out of that shit let's go let's get it <laughs> it's all good uh damn again thank you so much Megan, for coming on the show absolutely that's awesome absolutely. and by the way a year from now are you down for a part two Oh, absolutely. Hey, let's go. Actually, you guys heard it. I got the proof. I, I actually um have something called, like, Dear Future Me, which is a letter I write myself every mm -hmm. And just to see where I've improved and, like, what has changed every year. Like, I have them all the way starting from, I think, 2012. Yeah. Two. So, absolutely. I'd love to follow up and see what's different. Of course. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I got to... <laughs> for the people that are listening, I have a lot of projects in the back that um I have interviewed over 10 other mixer partners so you guys can check out my youtube channel all the episodes are on my youtube channel found in the little thing here in the description go ahead click on it uh i do ha I have a lot of pretty cool projects and i do plan on having a thousand years being a part of these projects if she wishes to of course absolutely all right I'll let's fucking go all right y'all it's been fun welcome to the safe all podcast episode 20 if you made it this far thank you for sharing the love hearing us out just giving us your time the most precious thing we all humans have is just time and thank you for giving that time to us megan thank you again thousand years uh yeah, i am gold lion stay happy stay healthy and most of all gamers stay golden until next time ladies and gentlemen peace